Section 4 of In Galilee by Thornton Chase. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. In Galilee by Thornton Chase. Section 4 The Welcome. Mirza Munir and Mirza Nur Din, sons of the famous and learned Jinnabazain, and Mirza Hussein Afnan, a student at the Beirut College, all English speakers were with us during the few minutes until the arrival of Abdul Baha. Someone said, The Master! And he came into the room with a free striding step welcomed us in a clear ringing voice marhabba marhabba welcome welcome and embraced us with kisses as would a father his son or as would brothers after a long absence it is no wonder that some have thought that the master loved them more than all others because he hesitates not to express his love, and he truly loves all humanity in each one. He is the great humanitarian, and each friend is to him the representative of all mankind. He bade us be seated on the little divan. He sat on the high narrow bed at one side of the room, drew up one foot under him, asked after our health, our trip, bade us be happy and expressed his happiness that we had safely arrived then after a few minutes he again grasped our hands and abruptly left us the friends also went out and left us alone we looked at each other i think we had not spoken at all except to answer yes or no we could not we knew not what to say but our hearts were full of joyful tears because we were at home his welcoming spirit banished strangeness as though we had always known him it was as if after long journeyings weariness trials and searching we had at last reached home the world of wanderings was left at the outer gate we had entered into peace joy love home those were moments of deep happiness yet i could not fully realize the great blessedness of that meeting which was the goal of my hope but now its remembrance has become my joy and the treasure of my heart i was filled with wonder at his simplicity with admiration for his strength and dignity and love for his tenderness these mingled with delight and thankfulness possessed me abdul baha i have been asked to describe abdul baha but hesitate to do so it is not his personality that he wishes the friends to consider yet so many long to know even a little of the appearance of this one whom they love not having seen that i will try to tell of his as he appeared to me i saw a strikingly handsome man 
tall and kingly. He wore a white fez with the small turban kerchief wound around. This, the symbol of wisdom and learning among Mohammedans, was the only outward insignia of his station. A long dark coat or cloak was worn over a dove-colored undercoat. He is not thin or anemic, but has the appearance of strong health. Although of medium height, he is commanding in appearance, and I can never think of him as less than six feet tall. His bright, fair face, light brown in complexion, was framed in silvery white beard and moustache. Usually his hair, or much of it, was tucked up under the fez. His nose was large, straight, and strong. The mouth was rather full and very gentle, deep under the broad forehead and shaded by white thick eyebrows shone the wondrous eyes large prominent brilliant penetrating and kind around the dark pupil and brown iris is that wonderful blue circle which sometimes makes the eyes look a perfect blue any description of them is only an attempt no more in response the face expressed a dignity intelligence and nobility which none would dare to disrespect conscious power and authority were there enthroned he assumed nothing his powers were natural his sincerity thorough his affection pure his smile charmed and attracted friends to him he had the stride and freedom of a king or shepherd my impression of him was that of a lion a kingly masterful man of the most sweet and generous disposition i had formed an idea of jesus as very meek humble lowly gentle quiet soft and sweet and i looked for such another one i have revised my idea of jesus and now as i read his words i see in that one of the past a man of authority whose words were clear and powerful penetrating the hearts as with a two-edged sword i found in abdul baha a man strong powerful without a thought as to any act as free and unstilted as a father with his family or a boy with playmates yet each movement his walk his greeting his sitting down and rising up were eloquent of power full of dignity freedom and ability in his presence all are small and they are conscious of this they show a deference to him that could not be excelled before the most absolute monarch hesitating to approach him unbidden humbly bowing when he passes and halting afar off when coming into his presence 
this was not of his doing or will but purely from their recognition of the spiritual power proceeding from him and through their intense love and respect for him he seemed utterly unconscious of their deference he extends love to everyone he draws near to them he invites them he loves to serve them even in little things he demands no awe no reverence no separation but is an elder brother of affection and sweetness he is gentle but not weak sweet and powerful humble and mighty no bar of restraint is there but winsome love and attraction his work accomplished daily is very great and yet much time is given to social and official affairs he is abrupt in manner the abruptness of power but most courteous and charming there is no aloofness in him he invites all to be prisoners of love and fellow servers of humanity with him he spoke in brief pithy expressions intoned in medium pitch with a clear vibrant voice no words were wasted he said the bounty of god is flowing the power of the kingdom of god will overcome all it will not be long before the great result will appear the blessed beauty has put in our hands the lamp of teachings by this light the world will be illumined america will be enlightened very much and from there light will be sent to other places i hope that the east and the west will become one also the north and the south and that all differences shall be removed the power of the word of god will accomplish this the midday meal within an hour we were called to the noon meal the master again welcomed us and motioned each to his seat at the table there were twelve abdul baha mirza muhammad qoli the beautiful brother of baha'u'llah mirza mohsen son-in-law of abdul baha mirza asadullah mirza monir and mirza nureddin interpreters shogi afnan grandson of the master mr agnew wife and son mr scheffler and this servant all stood in respect until the host sat food was first offered him but he refused until all were served when he took some also then looking around the table and noting that none were eating he said bismillah in the name of god signifying that we should eat that one expression accompanied with his brilliant smile was a blessing after the first course we ended and the plates removed he spoke of our meeting there together in affection joy and harmony saying that it was by the power of the word of god there might be other meetings of people from different parts of the earth 
but they were not like this where we were drawn together by the fires of love in our hearts then he talked of the necessity of decomposition of all things before a recomposition could take place and said that it was the power of the word of god which decomposed the self of man in order that he might be recreated mr scheffler and i looked at each other because that very morning while riding down mount carmel nine miles away we had noted that crumbling rock and rich soil and had spoken the thought that came to us that the rock had to be tested disintegrated and decomposed into soil before its chemical values could be released and transmuted into the higher kingdom of plant life and there at noon of the same day abdul baha brought forth the same subject and gave us his beautiful instructions upon it it has been often remarked that he answers the thoughts of the friends before they are expressed to him another course of delicious persian food was served by bashi the young east indian from bombay who came and offered his life as a servant in that household and then again abdul baha uttered words of wisdom and instruction then came the dessert and after a few words more he arose and all arose and stood in respectful deference as he left us to go to his tent in the garden to supply other souls with the food of their need this meal's experience was repeated daily sometimes twice at noon and evening from our room window we often saw him walking in the garden meeting people and when he could get away for a few minutes from other cares he would come up to our room and talk with us each conversation started with some simple reference to a natural thing the weather food a stone tree water the prison a garden or a bird our coming or some little act of service and this base would be woven into a parable and teaching of wisdom and simplicity showing the oneness of all spiritual truth and adapting it always to the life both of the individual and of mankind all of his words are directed toward helping men to live unless questions of metaphysics dogmas and doctrines be introduced he seldom mentions them he speaks easily clearly in brief phrases each of which is a gem whatever the lesson may be it always culminates in some teaching of unity for the whole purpose of this greatest revelation is unity the teaching of the oneness of god the oneness of his manifestors the oneness of man the oneness of the universe and all this oneness is the expression of love it is love manifest love that unites binds all together that permeates all existence and draws it into oneness with its creator who is love itself o son of man my oneness is my design 
I have designed it for thee, therefore clothe thyself with it. Thus thou mayest be a star of my omnipresence forever. Hidden Words 65 End of Section 4 Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater Recorded in London, England